Hello, welcome to Synergy Mindset Coaching's podcast, bringing you inspiration and strategy for your personal and professional growth. I am your host and coach, Gina Johnson. This week on Mindset Monday, I interview Anna Malikin. Anna is a business coach, speaker, podcast host, and holds a PhD in psychology. She is a mom, a wife, and a kind-hearted woman that is committed to lifelong learning. In the next 20 minutes, she will share her own personal story of leaving her home in Portugal and starting a life with her husband in the United States. She shares about the importance of having a growth mindset and leaves you with some great strategies to start to grow your own growth mindset. If you wish to stay tuned at the end, I will share a short message with you. Without any further ado, here we jump into the interview with Anna. Welcome to the Synergy Podcast Mindset Monday edition. Today I'm speaking with Anna Malikian from AnnaMalikian.com. And I'm going to start, Anna, by asking you to tell us a little bit about your life today. I live in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm originally from Portugal. And just to give a little snip of my life, I start as a psychologist and now I'm a business coach. Love it. I found that so fascinating. I was so interested in your work on mindset and we'll dive into that in a few minutes, but even more interested in how you made that transition from psychologist to business expert. (laughs) And was totally by accident and neither. So my background is totally in academia. I I studied psychology in Portugal. I did part of my degree in England. Uh, I did a master degree in Spain in psychotherapy. I was uh, went back to Portugal doing my PhD and working as a clinical psychology, uh, teaching in a private university there and traveling the world in conferences. That is how in academia we travel. Mm. And I came to Phoenix, Arizona, where I met the person that a couple of years later became my husband. And in the process of that life change, I decided to move here to Phoenix. Uh, and uh, I, I only after move, I realized how complicated it will be to um, to get my license as a psychologist here in the United States. I uh. had to do my PhD, do a postdoc. I had finished my PhD recently. I love study, but was like, oh my gosh, I need a uh. little extra break. It's like <laughs> if you had run a marathon and you, as soon as you finish the running, you ask, okay, let's run another marathon. You say, no, uh-uh. I need a little bit of time. Uh, so was in that moment in my life that I had to face the decision. So I have invested so much of my passion time in my career as a psychologist. Now I'm here in the United States and my personal life is going great. But, oh, my God, I don't I, I I'm in a different position that I was in Europe where I was working uh, I, doing what I was studying to do and what uh, uh, teaching it, loving it. So I, in the process of uh, that quest, I found about life coaching and was like, whoa, this is fascinating. This is personal development. 
Mm-hmm. I love this stuff. I've been doing personal development during all my training as a psychotherapist. I always was a big advocate of personal development for psychotherapists. So I thought this is a way of bringing all my my previous training, my previous experience and take it one step further. So I decided to do a training and become a life coach. And I love it. Mindset is very important. All that work, I really absolutely love it. And then I had the certification as a life coach. I was a member of the International Coach Federation. So now I want to have a business. But, oh, oh, it's not the same as in Portugal. That in Portugal, I had to print business cards with the address of the office where I was giving my uh, um, sessions. And I was teaching in college. So I had visibility. I had credibility. I had a waiting list of clients to see me. Uh, Here in the United States, things were not working like that. Uh, I did a website, but nobody was finding me. I was a needle, that uh, that image of the needle in the haystack. Mm-hmm. So it was then that I decided, okay, if there are other people doing it, succeeding, and this shows a growth mindset. If there are other people out there making it, how are they doing? So let's study them. Let's learn from them. So I started I start to study online marketing, learning about online marketing. And I start because when I start on this journey, for me, marketing and sales was, oh, I don't like it. <laughs> and then I, 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 re- I realized that marketing is really a way of communicating, a way of creating relevance. And I like communication. So I start to fall in love with marketing. And um, I found this system called the Book Yourself Solid system that brought everything together in a way that resonates with my values. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to make a long story short, I start to ter- train with the creator of this system, Book Yourself Solid, Michael Port. I uh, became certified as one of his coaches. I became one of the elite level coaches. And I even for a couple of years was the director of education for the Book Yourself Solid School of Coach Training. So that was my transition of while I was learning how to marketing online, falling in love with the process, starting to help other people. And then that became my main focus on coaching, helping other people with the setting up their business online. You have a fascinating story and I feel like you lead by example. I listen to some of your business podcasts and I hear you say how there really is no competition. So I also am a life coach and you are a life coach and you're still happy to jump on to our podcast and share your knowledge. And I just love that about you. Yeah, there is so much to say. We really is the abundance kind of mindset. And there is really enough people out there for we need more coaches. But we also need the more coaches that know that are more business savvy because unfortunately in the coaching industry I see many people that are amazing talent and they really know their craft but they are not very business savvy and usually after a couple of years they don't make it successfully online Mm -hmm. because they 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 are not entrepreneurs they don't have that muscle develop Mm -hmm. Uh, 
and then uh, they sometimes give up in the process thinking oh I was not born for that mm. and that we go we really one of the ways that I like to see the mindset is uh, by the work of Carol Dweck I don't know if you are familiar mm-hmm. with her book Mindset uh, that she has this way of seeing if we see mindsets as uh, a collection of the thoughts and beliefs that shape the way we see the world mm-hmm. it's the, it's the, the, I like to see it as the glasses that we put through which we are seeing things around us and when we have the glasses we are not aware that most of the times people that wear glasses are not aware of the frames are not we mm-hmm. forget that we are wearing glasses and that is our mindsets are like that but we have different glasses for different parts of our lives and for some parts of our lives we have glasses that are what Carol Dweck called the uh, fixed mindset glasses that is oh I'm not good at sales oh I'm not good at this I was, ne- I was never very artistic I, I, was, I was not born with that gene mm-hmm. and in other areas of our, our life we put like some uh, more uh, glasses with a little bit more perspective that is the growth mindset that hmm, maybe I'm not I'm not naturally good at this, but if I train, if I put enough effort and I really clever in the way that I'm, I can develop, this is a skill that I can develop. Mm-hmm. And then we invest time, uh, we invest effort and we start to see that we can learn that is skills that we can learn. And I see marketing and sales as skill and business in general as skills that we can learn. And that changes the dynamic in the way that we do things totally and can become fun. <laughs> so where is a good point for someone to start if they're listening right now and they're like, oh, that's me. That's me. I, I didn't know that that's a skill I could learn. And the main thing is realizing that that many of our beliefs, we have to question them. So an uh, interesting process, or they say awareness is the can be a really a great first step. So if we learn to become aware of our fixed mindset voice, because we always have our blind spots, uh, even people very much in personal development, they have their blind spots. Mm-hmm. An advantage that usually they have is that they also have a muscle that they have very exercise and strong is the self-awareness muscle. So it's like they have, they know how to turn the light on themselves. So, <laughs> so learning to hear that fixed mindset, mindset voice and start to recognize when, oh, when we start, I'm, I'm not sure I can do this. What if I fail? I will be a failure. I was not born with the sales genes, with the business genes, with the entrepreneur genes. <laughs> when there is a pattern usually in our fixed mindset voice and we start hmm, recognize, become aware, first step. And then is the second step is recognize that we have a choice. Uh, so, okay, so maybe this is a fixed mindset. Maybe I can do something about sometimes, so they say, we don't want to put the energy necessary to change and it's totally okay. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we never learn how to design um, doing a sketch, very good sketch, but it's something that we don't want to invest the time to learn how to do a sketch. That is totally okay. But just to know that we have a choice. 
mm-hmm. makes all the difference. So when we are facing a challenge, a setback, a criticism, we, we become aware of our um, fixed mindset. We recognize that we have a choice. And then if we decide, decide, OK, I want to do something about it, we can go to step three, that is talk back with our grow mindset voice that we always also have. So if we are telling ourselves, oh, I'm not going to be very good at this, I will fail, uh, we can reframe that. Mm, But most successful people also fail and they keep going and they keep learning. Mm -hmm. So we are answering with the grow mindset voice, we can learn. I I can take responsibility of this. I can I'm, I I maybe I don't know how to do this yet. Mm-hmm. Just having that yet is our grow mindset coming into play. I maybe I don't I'm not good at this yet, but maybe or but maybe I can learn this. And then we really have to put the effort because it's not just uh, the desire of doing something. We have to put the grow mindset in action. Uh, we have to design a plan of action to do things in a different way, to learn a certain skill, to practice that, to fail, to learn from it, to correct it. So it's not effortless. You, you, we have to put a lot of effort, but it's totally possible. Oh, I have this visual in my head. I just did this. I was trying to draw a sketch of critical thinking and Mm -hmm. what my brain was like before learning how to think critically. And then after my sketch was like a kindergarten level. So I went on Upwork and I hired someone to make the picture for me. And sometimes it's the best thing to do to delegate in terms of business savvy. Delegation is a very important skill to have. But imagine that you find that expressing yourself to sketches will be a great way for you to run a live event, to do more in public speaking that you really enjoy to facilitate meetings that uh, uh, you think in visually, but you, the way that you you transcribe that to a piece of paper is, is very uh, third grade level. <laughs> Let's put it that yes. way. Because usually is where we stay, stay in terms of our artistic capacities <laughs> if we don't keep developing them. But the great thing is that if that is something that you decide is becoming aware and making a decision, I really would like to be able to, I don't want to be Picasso, but I want to be able to draw something in the in the whiteboard that I, mm-hmm. I transmits the way that I'm thinking and s- summarizes what people are thinking. There are so many materials out there nowadays for what they call a visual strategist. Mm. For And we don't have to be, we can learn how to do very fancy um, stick figures mm-hmm. uh, that really look nice and knowing a couple of rules in terms of visuals and use of the colors and or the shapes, mm-hmm. we can do something that uh, can represent us quite nice in a meeting. And of course, afterwards, if we want to up the game, we always can change send that to, to, to a professional that can take that to the next level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is totally possible to improve certain things that we are doing. 
So in your own life, how do you decide if it is something that you're going to work on yourself, such as drawing, or if it's something that you're going to have a professional do for you? Yeah, for full, for full disclosure, I that is a skill that I delegate as much as I can. <laughs> Uh, but in a meeting, I will will not be afraid. Or even in the, I do loads of um, online um, group calls uh, using Zoom. Uh, and one of the things that we can do with that technology is a whiteboard that we can draw with the mm-hmm. mouse. So it's even a little bit more challenge. But I still I'm very visual, so I I use a lot of that, mm-hmm. and I try to learn the basics to do a, a decent work. But also uh, for it's very interesting if you are starting and if I don't know if your audience are people that are starting their online business or not, but there is an audience that I know quite well. Um, in the beginning, really helps that we are capable of wearing many hats mm-hmm. uh, when we have the what we call the solopreneur business, one person business. If we have flexibility to, yeah, we are very good in one thing, for instance, coaching. But then if we know a little bit of technology or if we can learn enough technology to uh, run a website, uh, to start an email list, to publish in social media, if we be able to learn enough to with some copywriting things to write in a way that attracts and cultivate people, if we know enough to use technologies like Canva.com to do a, a nice graphic design. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that kind of, in the beginning, that uh, allow us start really very, uh, with only with our time, with not having to invest too much money and to put an idea out of the ground and test it and be flexible, uh, agile, and uh, really start to run our business and make it successful. And we can learn that many of the things. But we also have to be aware that we are going, if we are successful, we are going to reach a moment that then that can start to work against us. Mm -hmm. The capacity of being good in different hats or being okay in different hats will take us so far. But then if we want to go to the next level, we have to learn how to become the leader, the CEO, the hat that we want to have is the hat of the CEO of our company and start to ask ourselves, who can I bring in a contractor or employee, but who can I bring in to help me with this task to take this to the next level? Mm. And that transition from the doer that does everything and learn how to do everything to the, okay, now this is a good idea. I prove it is working. Now let me, I'm starting to bring some money in. I'm in the black, not more in the red. Great. Mm -hmm. So if I want to keep growing, I have, and that change of mindset because what is what there is a very known leadership coach called Marshall Goldsmith that has a book, What Took You Here Will Not Take You There. Something like that. Maybe I'm not being totally precise with the title, but the idea okay. is that what take you to a certain point in a career is not going to take you to another point. The things that allow you to be a great doer, to make things happen and work is great and will reach to a certain moment that if you become in a, in a company, will be in a manager position, 
in your own company is starting to become this more the CEO, more the leader of your company and bring other people in, you have to develop another set of skills that you were not exercising before. Does make sense? Yes, and this is a perfect place to pass the baton because this is as far as I will take anybody in this direction with me. So would you mind, before you have to go, letting them know if they want to learn more about this specific thing, where they can find your work to learn more? Yes, and the best place is my website at annamalikian.com. And Anna is just with one N, is A-N-A, and Malikian is M-E-L-I-K-I-A-N.com. There you can find all the links to all my other sites and social media presence. And if our people, coaches and consultants that are struggling with it, that they want to learn a little bit of the technology side of running an online business, tech tips for coaches. So tech, T-E-C-H, tips, T-I-P-S, for coaches.com. You can also find great resources there. Mm, yeah. And your YouTube channel has a lot of great information. Yes. If they want to know how to use LinkedIn or Facebook, like there's a lot of good stuff yeah. on there. Yes. I try to put a lot of content out there. Because people have to know us and people have to start to, by consuming our uh, content, they will start to trust us and then we'll be in a position to invite them. Okay, if you want something else, take go help, my help to go to the next level, here mm. is how. Oh, that's beautiful. Anna, are you a mom? Yes, I have one daughter. Uh-huh. Uh, she's nine years old. So she keeps me busy and on my toes and I love it. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to link all that information in the show notes so they can find all your good stuff. And if you could just share a little bit about this with being a mom, most of the people listening are mothers and I think they're trying really hard to balance running a business, running a household, being a wife, being a mother, maybe they're a single mom. And I feel like there's just one extra component to the life. What do you think? Totally. I'm uh, uh, one um, the reason that I decided to have an online business was part. I had my daughter had, uh, was a baby and I want to be there and more flexible in my timetable. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, having an in-home business like an online business can be challenged because we can be working at any time. So also can take us away from the thing that <laughs> we decided at the beginning that was the priority. Uh, and it is the priority, but... Uh, can be a challenge totally. And w- one thing that helps me a lot is uh, high performance, thinking as an high performer. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I learned from high performance is that uh, structure our time. So if she's in school, it's my time to work in my business. When she's at home, I will help her with the homework. We have the family time. We have the the nights, uh, the, the, the dinner and the after dinner mm-hmm. is our time as a family. So creating some structure that limits my online work is very important for me. And then develop that muscle that we have to keep developing all the time of being in the moment. Mm. If I'm with her, I try to be with her. If I'm working, I try to be working. Uh, and some days I, I do it better than others. <laughs> So, but I try to try to be a lot in the moment. 
Mm. That is very good advice and a little bit of self-compassion because that is definitely a work in progress, isn't it? It's, it's always a work in progress. And sometimes if we are in the launch of something online, we are going to have to burn some nights and some family time. Uh, but it's a decision. And, the, and it's okay if we contain that and doesn't become all the time like that. And then that will allow us to take some a longer weekend with the family or going to that event at school that if we're, we were working in a, for an employee, it will be very difficult to take a full morning to go to a school event. Mm-hmm. But again, being aware uh, and be very self-aware and have time to look to, OK, let me look to yesterday and see if I was living in my values, if is this the way that I want to be living, what can I do, what I can learn and what I can do different tomorrow. You have been so wonderful today and shared so much with us. And we love stories on this podcast. Before we say goodbye, can you think of a story that you might like to share with us that would encompass some of what you have just told us today? Good question. My daughter, she one of the things that she likes to do is sing YouTube, and uh, she loves to um, to to have her YouTubers that she follows. And now she wants to to start her own channel, wow. and that is one of the things that. Uh, uh, and I'm delaying a little bit because of the age, but at the same uh, at the same time, I want her, I like that she's thinking in an entrepreneurial way. Okay, mm-hmm. I want to do this, so okay, let's do this through what I, I I like the feels great to be a role model uh, in the sense that I think she sees me having an online business and she's thinking oh maybe I can do something like this other people these youtubers are doing money and I uh, my mom is doing money online how can I do that mm-hmm. and creating their her own thing uh, and I'm incentivizing her a lot for now just to do videos feel comfortable in front of the camera mm-hmm. I feel comfortable using technology uh, because there is an advantage that the new generation has in relation to uh, I'm generation X and many of my, of my clients are baby boomers mm-hmm. we were not born with computers in your hands this new generation is and how can we help them to use that technology to their benefit and also learn other things, but take advantage of the opportunities that they have. Oh, that's fantastic. She has such a good role model with you. Yeah. So hopefully and the balance, the balance between uh, and I'm a work in progress there. Uh, so hopefully I'll, I will continue to work in the right direction and be a good uh, role model for her in terms of the balance of having a successful business and enjoying my family as much as I can. Uh, thanks so much for being here today. Is there anything you'd like to leave us with before we say goodbye? There is a quote that when I speak about mindsets, I always like to uh, to go to that is watch your thoughts. They become words. Watch your words. They become actions. Watch your actions. They become habits. Watch your habits. They become character and watch your character for it becomes your destiny. 
you just learned about the growth mindset. And as you go through your week this week, you will start to notice and become aware of your own thoughts. If you've noticed that you have a lot of I can'ts, don't worry, because you will be able to turn it around and get to I can. Yet is a powerful word. I can't yet, but I will. If you enjoy these interviews, please be sure to subscribe so that you will receive future episodes. All the show notes and links that are mentioned will be available at synergymindsetcoaching.com. And you may reach out to me anytime if you would like to suggest someone to interview, something that you would like to learn about on the podcast, Gina at synergymindsetcoaching.com. That's G-I-N-A at synergymindsetcoaching.com. Thanks for listening. Catch you all next week.